0: Alex Kaufman here. It's the morning after. I'm sitting on my porch, shorts and t-shirt, 62 degrees. This episode is our first attempt at a live from style episode rather than a studio episode. So bear with us. You are about to take a ride to and from the Vermont Backcountry Forum. Enjoy the ride. Not going to be all snow. A wintry mix is forecast for the listening area.
1: Hi, I'm Grant. Hi, I'm Adam. Hi, I'm Hillary.
0: Those three poor souls are stuck in a Subaru with me, Alex Kaufman, your host, on our way to the Vermont Backcountry Forum in Rochester, third annual, which is put on by the great folks at the Rochester Area Sports Trails Alliance, uh, Vermont Backcountry, and the Catamount Trail. We're going to be headed to that forum. We're going to collect some uh, some interviews and some sound from there. Uh, but on our way, we're going to hear from Adam and Grant and Hillary. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Episode 6 here on Wintry Mix. You can follow us on Twitter at Wintry Cast. Uh, same thing on Instagram. We appreciate the support from Vermont Public Radio and our sponsors, snowcountry.com. If you find any of this interesting, you should go back and listen to the first five podcasts that we have released. Uh, We've got a gentleman who skis on fake snow. We've got a CEO from a resort focused on solar. We've got the events manager from Killington, who used to be a mascot for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, We talked to the general manager of Wildcat after their snowmaking. And episode five, uh, last week, we talked to Jen Gorecki of Coalition Snow. So check out those episodes, and we'll be right back from a southbound Subaru here on Wintry Mix.
1: You must have got manure for your brains
2: yeah well i'm from out of town so what's the bill
0: this episode of wintry mix is supported by snowcountry.com they provide the latest snow conditions weather information mountain news events and activities for winter destinations around the world snowcountry.com wants to send you to the slopes this winter and the way they're going to do that is every week Snow Country is awarding four pairs of lift tickets to some of North America's most popular mountain resorts, and yes, that's four pairs every week. Visit SnowCountry.com forward slash mix and sign up for your chance to win. SnowCountry.com, the leading source for snow conditions information worldwide.
2: Come on, come on, come on, how much?
3: How much you got?
2: No, no, I'm asking how much the repairs
3: are. I'm asking you how much you got.
1: Okay. Back you
0: just want to lift to take you to the backcountry.
1: Well, always, but the going up part is just not always that fun.
0: Maybe you should bring that up tonight. Maybe. You you should Maybe tell them that you really fun. like the backcountry, but you're really having a problem with this uphill going up part.
1: No, I think, I think it's just sometimes Adam is very overly ambitious with what we're gonna do, and so I get in my mind that it's gonna be, out there for seven hours going uphill and then one hour going down, so. No, it's typically very fun, and I really do enjoy it. I don't want to give it a bad rap, but sometimes I'm just not in the right headspace, and like I said earlier, typically I get out of that, and I'm excited to be at the top and ready to go down.
0: See, I'm with you, Hillary, because I think the backyard backcountry is like the next big thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, the, word, the term backcountry gets thrown around a lot right so that's not backcountry no I, I would consider that side country and now that i'm thinking about it, i think the majority of the skiing i do is probably side country now i pay the big bucks to ski at Stowe. one of the main reasons i do that is access to the side country or quote unquote back country but if i'm accessing it via a lift is it the back country i don't think so yeah i don't know but i mean i guess i i guess what i do is like cul-de-sac
0: skiing or like neighborhood skiing <laughs> Where I like, okay, where can I go within a quarter mile of my house and limp around for 30 minutes and go back? I need a new term because if I call it backcountry, they're going to laugh me out of this place.
1: Cul-de-sac country.
0: Yes, cul-de-sac country. I'm coining that.com, and uh, that's what I do. I take my um, 1999 rental skis with bindings on them, and uh, I destroy little neighborhood hills that 8-year-old kids otherwise sled on.
1: As long as you're getting out in the winter and having fun in the snow, that's all, you know, it all comes down to that. So good on you.
0: That's the soundtrack of my edit right there. So, like, my, my edit starts with, like, you know, everybody in this world's telling me what I need to do, you know, and telling me what's cool. And, you know, sometimes I really like to push the envelope and, you know, really expand the boundaries of what backcountry can be. And you know, so while you're hearing that, you're seeing me like lacing up and getting my gear, and like finding my dog, and like getting all amped up and getting my water bottle, and then like you see the driving shot, and I'm like driving to the to, to the scene, to the whole the whole spot where it all goes down, and then I get there, and you see like the epic clip, clipping into the bindings, and the music goes up, and I start hiking up, and you see me traversing, and then then you see that shot of the slow mo removal of my skins at the top of the hill, where I whap, you know, like the the whiplash slow mo removal. And, and then and, and then I survey the scene and you see like the uh, my breath is like showing up. I like whoo you know I breathe like that and the breath comes out and, and then I drop in and you don't see it's me right ski the, the hill at an all. Yeah, you don't see me ski at all. you just see me drop in and disappear and then it pans out to the elementary school
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And I do that like three or four times and then I
1: go back to my desk and that is my you, backcountry you film. We do it while the kids are in class. That sounds like a ton of fun. I'm getting a little jealous over here. It sounds like something I'd like to get into. Low commitment. I'm all about that. Low commitment.
0: All right, so we just need people to help us come up with a name for this. So, Because cul-de-sac skiing is not is not going to fly. You know, backyard, backcountry, we need to think of this. Um, because it, I think it can be the, the new thing. It's very inexpensive. You don't need good gear, and you can have bad knees. And you don't need to plan, and you don't learn any lessons. And you can, like, go to Subway, like, on the way or afterward. Let's
1: get some. Neighborhood Gnar.
0: Neighborhood Gnar. Neighborhood that's not bad. Gnar? That's not bad. good oh, yeah That's really good. I like that. Alright, we're going to see if anybody wants to talk about that at the, at, the, uh, at the forum. I don't think they will, but we'll find out. We'll be right back on Wintry Mix from the Vermont Backcountry Forum. And um, I guess that was my backcountry manifesto, and man, it's pathetic. So after struggling to park for just a little while, we found a spot and made our way into the community center, which was uh, filled to the brim. People getting beer, people getting food, people talking skiing. Uh, I was able to catch up with Brian Moore from Vermont Backcountry Alliance before the presentation, a whole bunch of the patrons to talk about their local backcountry pursuits, and then captured this and that from the presentation to give you a little bit of a feel. So that's what you can expect starting right now. We're heading into the building. Check. Check. Brian, really quick while I got you before it gets crazy, Um, how's the turnout
2: this year compared to years past? I uh, got a lot of return customers, that's for sure. Can't be snowing very hard. People would be cooked and staying home if that was the case. Does, uh, does 70 degrees and warm compared to 36 and raining matter to this event at all? I really don't think it does. You know, we had freezing rain threatening last year and really great crowd. So this year's even, even bigger with nicer weather, of course, but just great to see a lot of happy faces out here. Looking forward to a fun discussion tonight and really quickly uh, brian moore from vermont backcountry what do we have in store we're going to talk about the future of backcountry skiing and riding in vermont whatever that means to this community we're going to talk about huts in vermont backcountry huts and cabins and where we want to go with backcountry huts and cabins and i was saying on the drive down here that for me backcountry skiing in vermont
0: means kind of backyards and, and playgrounds and and low elevation stuff. It's obviously different
2: for everybody in the room, right? Exactly. Backcountry skiing is really not just backcountry skiing. It's whatever you make of it. I think a better term would be human-powered skiing and riding is really what we're all, all about here. And whether that means going out the back door, putting the skis on on the mudroom porch, or ripping across your neighbor's sloped pasture, saying hello to the cows, or going up into the bigger mountains that we have around here. It's all part of the fun, definitely.
1: I just got my first pair of AT bindings this year, so I think like a lot of people here, they're looking to see where to go. The interest in the sport's growing.
2: My first time here, tried to make it last year,
1: wasn't able to. Very impressive, it's packed. Uh, All the food goes quick, all that's left is bread and desserts. It's evolving, the current setup is evolving. Um, Yeah, evolving from rail bindings into tech toes, and working with some other companies on some custom skis and uh, yeah, just fine tuning it, it's really fun.
3: Well, uh, one thing that's very different
2: about the Adirondacks are the slides. Hurricane uh, Irene formed uh, 36 new slides. Uh, There also were forest fires from the turn of the century, so there's a lot of north
3: facing and east facing open hardwoods. Friends and I have been scouting camps with a wood stove in them for years, and there are very few of them in Vermont. So we go to the uh, Adirondack uh, camps, so the Peggio or the Grace camp that they showed in some of their slides. But you have to, 11 months prior, on the Monday morning at 8.59 a.m., you got to be on that phone or on that website in order to get a camp. Yeah, the Dartmouth Dating Club has uh, a number of cabins, and one of them is the John Rand, which the presenter, Brian, mentioned as a out-and-back destination. But once you get there, you can do day trips. And, uh, yeah, so my cousin, his wife, and my girlfriend and friends from college, we go herringbone up to the top of uh, moose-climbing skins skinny skis and uh, limp boots and uh you know so people have been doing it forever way before us uh, and it's just that the equipment and the generation are combining with the advocacy to really get this going and it's great to see either show me or explain to me the herringbone move it's like you're walking like a crow the tails of your skis are behind you Kind of walking like a tractor trailer tread it's the only way you can gain purchase on a steep slope without any skins and when climbing skin, uh, climbing wax just fails you and what's the status of the current thunderbolt race um it's
0: probably not even what it's called but um it seems like it's been popular growing over the years
3: yeah it's absolutely the thunderbolt race and uh, uh we hold it every year we we cap the entry at 100
0: skiers and it sells out in a couple days it's, it's a big event for the town of adams People like extra,
1: I like extra skis. We were just talking, more skis is better than less skis. So. It, it,
3: never, it never ends. I tell my wife that. I'm like, I'm like, this is it, I got the setup I want, and then a year later you're buying new bindings. It, it
0: never stops. I'll take your old bindings. Fantastic.
2: So I think a lot of these kinds of approaches we have to skiing we all share. We all love to be out in the mountains, and that's what's really brought us together tonight, is the shared love we have for wild mountains, for trimmed glades, for huts, for skiing out the back door, for skiing down the road across our neighbor's farm, for putting rope toes in our backyard, or setting new ones up on the former Scutney ski area. Pretty exciting. Whatever it takes to get out in the woods in the wintertime and slide around a little bit. So back
0: in 2013, uh, the guy right there in the orange vest, Paul Kendall, and his wife Sharon Reeves. Uh, graciously gave 1,500
3: acres of land to the New England Forestry Foundation, or <laughs> And it encompasses four mountaintops in the Braintree Brain Range, Round
2: Top, Skidoo, Twin Peaks, and Braintree Mountain. We could look at it not only as a ski trail, the Catamount Trail itself, but as the gateway to Vermont's backcountry as a connector of Vermont's backcountry. And increasingly, that's what's going on. The, the Catamount Trail Association is evolving to become the primary voice for Vermont's broadening backcountry skiing and riding community. And the Vermont Backcountry Alliance is the primary tool the CTA is using to get there. There are close to 10 huts within the park, the National Park of the Gaspésie. And you can connect them over the course of a month or two if you, if you feel like spending that much time Several huts work for just a few days at a time in a really fun way and the terrain in the gas bay is beautiful Tree lines a lot lower in the gas bay. So even though Vermont's mountains are higher than these These feel bigger. They're more alpine. tree lines down at 2,500 feet instead of 3,800 feet No one's really talking about blowing up anyone's stashes. I mean what we're really trying to do here is empower local communities to create create terrain to create zones and, and cool projects and programs in their communities. I mean the skiing and riding in the lot gets as good as it gets anywhere in the world. I was shoveling my driveway and it was like fifth morning in a period of a week and a half that I had been out there shoveling like six blower inches of snow off my driveway, just the kind of shoveling where you hit it with the shovel and it goes and I walked back inside and I was like this has got to be what it's like to live in Japan. Just constant snow all the time. Thank <laughs> you.
0: of VT Vermont Backcountry Alliance and Catamount Trail. Hats off to you guys uh, for all the work that you are doing. Uh, If you want to get into greater detail about some of the initiatives that they have going on in the backcountry scene, like some new skiing that might be happening at Brandon Gap, stuff happening at Hogback down off Route 9, uh, stuff happening in the Braintree Mountain Forest, and some areas where they can use your support, definitely Google them one more time. Rasta VT, the Vermont Backcountry Alliance, and the Catamount Trail Association. And I said to enjoy the rides. We're about to head home, so Enjoy the ride.
1: Hey, we got wicked knowledge. Check, check. No, but really, I learned about that Sterling Valley project. That yes, was like, that's that's a good one. I don't know how that slipped under my radar. We're driving home.
0: Backyard. Hit the button. Turn off the silly thing that makes the noise, oh, wow. Grant. It really does. It's, yeah, wait, hit the button that says off. What? Oh, it does. That yeah, it goes down. both ways. Hit the button that says off. Does We're that driving home good? from the Vermont uh, Backcountry Forum. Um, oh, wait, we have so a DD. He's driving. He's not recording.
3: Oh, Wonderful time. time. Yeah,
1: beer was flowing. It was good. We could piss have a good time. Did you guys learn anything, Any anything specific, jump out at you that you're interested in? Uh, lots of knowledge. A uh, lot of info about the main backcountry system and how to implement uh, luxury hot tubs into uh, our backcountry hut system, you know, when it happens, you know. Wood-fired.
0: We should make that a priority. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, wood-fired, hydroelectric, solar, you know, we're going to make it happen. Whatever makes hot tubs exist. That's that's exactly it. Make I it don't know. It. There was a possible Facebook page, uh, but it may just be for the women only, so.
0: Brand request.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, don't
0: tell... M- oh, no, but my, my wife's in the group, so I can do that.
1: Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. That is true. You're in. So...
0: That's that's how we're going into the backcountry folks. That's why we stay below twenty three hundred feet.
1: That's exactly. right.
0: You know, this is this is the new group I'm making. The five mile radius of your home below twenty three hundred feet, backcountry ski group. That is built on brie and you know, beer and cans.
1: <laughs> you guys see that rebuttal video? Yes. The- yes,
0: we saw the rebuttal video. Shout out to Halle O'Brien for her funny rebuttal video. Yeah. Good yeah, job, we Hallie. All we all appreciate it. You know, you represented us very well. Well, thank you for listening to Whatever Happened to Be Episode 6. This episode of Wintry Mix was supported by SnowCountry.com. They are giving away a pair of tickets. No, four pairs of tickets every week during the ski season. You're going to want to sign up at SnowCountry.com slash mix to have your chance to win. That's SnowCountry.com slash mix. My name is Alex Kaufman. I'm your host. We have production assistance from Angela Evansy. And our theme music is by Adam Levy. Good night. <laughs> Wonderful work here in the state of Vermont. Here comes my dog up the steps. What's up, Cappy? How's it going, buddy? Lick my feet. Lick my feet. Thank you. Lay down. Lay down. Cappy, lay down. Stop walking around. Lay down. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Thank you. Episode six being recorded not live. Or it, Well, that's wrong. <laughs> done, that could go in the
3: uh, in the little in the uh, little outtake you never know <clears throat>